Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, May 4th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. Grace, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you and also with all of our listeners. I have... You sent me a print of your original Mandalorian and uh, Grogu uh, the Child um, artwork, which I love and I appreciate. So if people want to get that, where can they celebrate May the 4th by getting a copy of that print, Grace? You're so kind. You can go to my Etsy store. It's etsy.com slash shop slash Grace Aki made it. Also, you can I, I have it on my link and my Instagram and my Twitter and Grace Aki made it Instagram. That's so nice. Yes, I love the Grogu print. I'm so glad yes. that you have it in your home. Yes, I have it. I appreciate it very much with all of the multiple. I, I think I've got like at this point, like six or seven of your prints. I gave two as presents. Um, so I've got other ones as well. So I'm very excited about those. That's very, that's very nice. Thank I, you. I uh, as, of course, guys, it's it's May the 4th, but don't forget, you can also be a Patreon of ours, which is very important. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio so that you can get the news before everybody else, because we are recording this the day before and you could have it right now, basically, if you're on our Patreon. So yeah. just saying. So we've got some news for you. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, yes, he's still the governor, um, announced that all capacity restrictions will be removed on businesses, including Broadway, starting May 19th. What? I know. <laughs> When this when this came out today, literally, I feel like did we text about this or did we just like tweet and go, um, what? I didn't do it. I've had my head down. I've been busy all day, so I haven't texted or tweeted about it at all. But I saw it and I was very confused. Yeah. So the reopening plan, which applies across New York, New Jersey and Connecticut, will lift restrictions on theaters, restaurants, museums, shops and Broadway, which was specifically mentioned, surprising to us. Um, however, New York will still require businesses to enforce six feet of distance between patrons, which may not allow for some venues to open f- to full capacity um, if yeah. all attendees are fully vaccinated um, or can show recent proof of a negative COVID-19 test, the distance requirement is waived. However, Cuomo noted that Broadway in particular will likely wait past the May 19th date that he mentioned Duh. due to the fact that, oh, I don't know, it's going to take time to remount productions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so like this is uh, I think Ash and I just talked about this the other day when, when we did the show, but like it's going to take time like to get shows back up. And the fact that they've literally had no lead time for this, um, I'm assuming they knew about it before this announcement came up, because as I talked about with Ashley yesterday, like I think a week from today, we could be hearing a lot of stuff. Um, But like they can't get a production ready in a week and it's going to take time. They have to re audition folks because not everyone's going to be back on their show. Um, then they're going to have to get their marketing campaigns going. Then they're going to have to rehearse. They're going to have to do all of this stuff. It's going to take time. And I feel like even if they'd given them enough time, Broadway still wouldn't have come back um, right on May 19th, because as you kind of, you know, talked about the, how this has to happen, it's a huge lift to be able to just organize all of the um, the requirements that you have to have to make sure that you have proof of a negative test or that you're fully vaccinated. Like, that's not apparatuses or apparati that Broadway shows currently have. Um, and it's going to take a while for them to figure it out. I still don't understand how they can do this, though, Grace, because as far as I know, Broadway ain't done no... Um, HVAC upgrades. So are we just saying like, screw it to all the health and science stuff? Because like I'm seeing stuff today where everybody's saying like, 
oh, guess what? We're not going to get to herd immunity because too many people are refusing to get vaccines. So this is not going to go away. And then there's going to be variants and this is probably going to happen again. So like what? Why? Why? I don't know. I think it's I mean, it's meant to, I guess, sound hopeful. But at the same time, like nobody in the theater community is like ready to go back to work, not because they like aren't willing, but also, well, I mean, some people, you know, are are saying like, hey, we need to have these conversations that are a little bit difficult, you know, like um, Broadway Advocacy Coalition and, and everybody that's been totally. standing for important things. Um, they're not willing to go back. Like we saw Adrian Warren this weekend tweet out about how she's not signing a contract until she knows what we're doing to come back to Broadway better. So yeah, it's, it's, it's all just a big mess. And like, I don't necessarily blame anybody in this respect, like in terms of why this is kind of an all of a sudden shocking rollout because things change news changes, scientific analysis changes. And clearly the governors of New York, New Jersey and Connecticut understand the science better than I do because I'm a moron and I don't know anything about science and I don't have super smart people telling me what's going on. But like, it's just not never going to be a smooth rollout. Um, I think Broadway is doing the best thing possible to reopen and waiting until September, starting the marketing campaigns now, giving everybody time to prepare both um, in terms of audiences and productions and industry in general. And hopefully things will be fairly smooth as shows start to roll out their opening nights or reopening nights um, beginning in September. I think we'll see a fairly steady stream of shows opening up over the, uh, over the course of the fall, which is exciting. I just hope knock on wood that it's a, that it's a set of smooth openings. So now we're going to take a moment to talk about our sponsor upstart. So when it comes to paying off debt, it can feel like you're climbing uphill, daddy, climbing uphill. Uh, do you dread looking at your credit card statement every month? I sure do. We don't blame you. Upstart can lift the weight off of your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free of credit card debt. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off all of your debt with a personal loan and you do it all online. Whether that's credit card payments or trying to consolidate high interest debt or just trying to fund some personal expenses, we all know that things have come up over the past year and we just need money. And over half a million people have turned to Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment to take care of all of that other mashugana going on around them. Um, unlike other lenders, I hope I use that word correctly. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, which for a lot of people has probably been severely damaged over the past year. They look at your income, employment history, and much more. This means that they can offer smarter rates with their trusted partners than other lenders. This only takes a five minute online rate check and you can qualify for $1,000 to $50,000 and you can get it in as fast as just one business day. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash broadway that's u-p-s-t-a-r-t dot com slash broadway don't forget to use our url to let them know that we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash broadway 
so now we're going to get into some, I guess, uplifting news, question mark, uh, <laughs> as Broadway and live theater worldwide prepares for a triumphant, exciting, safe, hopefully socially conscious return. Playbill is offering the opportunity to let the world know that you will be there in the audience. The Playbill Pledge is a public vow to return to theater, offering pledgers the community the opportunity to share the one play or musical that they can't wait to attend, even though we're not really sure what's coming back. <laughs> After taking the pledge, participants will receive a special graphic to share on social media to let all of their followers know that they support the arts and artists. Taking the pledge also signs you up to be on the first to hear about the latest breaking, reopening news, even though you can also listen to that here, from Broadway and theaters near you, along with special ticket offers and opportunities to get exclusive and historic reopening merch. I don't know if that's just somebody saying, tell the guards to open up the gates, even though Frozen isn't coming back. (laughs) unsure of what that means, but we're excited that people will want to share that they're going to be in audiences. Matt, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, this is a super cynical um, way to make it look like they are supporting the community. What this is, this is something that I used to do at Broadway World. I mean, not this exactly, but like I used to manage all of our mailing lists. That is what, spoiler alert, all of the Broadway World Awards are for. It's to get your email address and sign you up for their mailing lists. That's what oh, this is. I didn't is. know that. Yes, that's all that's for. That's why they do it. Um, and it's hugely successful. Um, so, yes, I support people saying that they are committed to coming back to the theater. But then, like, oh, you'll be signed up for all of this stuff. No, you're just signing up for their email list. Like, I mean, I was with you until you threw in all of that nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, um, we shall see. We shall see. I will sign any pledge that says I like to go to theater, to be honest. Yeah, you know what show that I am um, most excited to see, assuming that um, I'm able to see it because we still don't know exactly all of the details. My about... solo show. My solo show in August. I know that that was exactly what I was going to say. Actually. <laughs> what was it? No, that was what I was going to say. You stole my Shut joke. That I you... was being funny. No, you stole my joke. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm so honored. The fact that I threw it out there as a joke shows how little I respect myself. (laughs) I was going to say to free a mockingbird, but no, I mean, it's fine. Oh no, now I want to go back so you can do the joke. No, that's so nice. Too late. late. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Yay. Okay, so uh, now we're going to go and talk about uh, the Manhattan Theater Club, which I famously love. So the Manhattan Theater Club has announced the premiere of a special new adaptation of The Niceties written directly for the virtual stage by Eleanor Burgess and directed by Kimberly Sr. Streaming on demand from Thursday, May 27th through Sunday, June 13th. That's a big window. You guys can catch it in association with The Huntington. Tickets are free and can be reserved at ManhattanTheaterClub.com. I'm excited that we're, again, going to have more things to stream virtually, um, especially the niceties, which has been talked about a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know on this show, it. but I've seen it. Yeah, we we talked about it when it ran. Yeah, very much so. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be starring Lisa Baines and Jordan uh, Boatman as well. So please catch it. We will include the link in our show notes. So we're going to we we need to talk about the girls. We need to talk about the limited series Halston. Have you watched this trailer yet, Matt? Um, I didn't. I, I saw a trailer came out today. I didn't see that, but I did see all of the images that were released um, mm-hmm. last week. So I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen my uh, one of my absolute fr- faves, Krista Rodriguez as uh, Liza Minnelli. So I was super duper excited about that. 
That scans. I can see you being a really big Krista fan, which you yeah. should be. Everyone yeah. should be. Oh, so Halston is starring Ewan McGregor as the designer Roy Halston, um, Froerich, and Krista Rodriguez as Liza Minnelli, as Matt just mentioned. It's pretty iconic. She looks iconic. It's coming to Netflix on May 15th. Halston follows the legendary fashion designer in the 70s and 80s in New York. So there's lots of like Studio 54 bits. Um, there's lots of like sex, drugs, and fashion of it all. Um, very Ryan Murphy, Dadoy. Yeah. Um, and I'm about to name some very sexy people attached to this project. Are you ready? Physically yeah. and mentally. I hope you are. My, I was going to say, the last one is the sexiest of them all. So That's we'll all, Okay. That. I was like, I, I know that you and I are probably very excited about that last part. So my sexual awakening is Rory Culkin. I just have to say it out there. And Rory Culkin is, I believe, playing Joel Schumacher. Is he? Is he? That, oh, that tracks. That actually, they've got some uh, physical similarities. Yeah. Rebecca Diane, Bill Pullman, not to be confused with Bill Paxton, my friends, Bill uh, Pullman, Vera Farmiga, Gianfranco Rodriguez, David Patu, Sullivan Jones, and what's that? What's that in the back? <laughs> Kelly freaking Bishop of Gilmore Girls. Oh, and, and a chorus line. I mean. And, and of course, well, a chorus line and Dirty Dancing. Yes. Oh, right. Of course. He's, he's baby's See? mom. Yeah. And uh, the great Jerry Orbach's wife in that. That film is canon. Anyways, we, we can't oh talk about it. It's it's too much. But basically, all these incredibly famous, gorgeous people are in this show. We're very excited. We're, they dropped the trailer. It's very sexy. I want to shout out to my friend Jason Kravitz. You can see him at the very end of this <laughs> particular trailer. Ewan McGregor is yelling at him across the table. I'm very excited for him. You can catch him on season two of my podcast. He's a great actor. I'm just saying. He's yeah, great. He is great. He's absolutely great. Yeah. So there you go. Um, again, do we need to see a straight... Uh, um, Scottish man playing this iconic gay man. I'm not sure, but here we are. We're going to watch it. But lastly, we want to talk about <laughs> 96,000. The iconic song from the soundtrack for In the Heights has been released. I'm sure you've listened a million times, Matt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great number. It's a really, really fantastic number. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy that they're starting to release more and more tidbits. Of course, they also included that they're going to be giving away free tickets for May 9th, I believe, as Mother's Day treats. So don't know what that's going to mean, but hopefully you can get your mama to that show. Finally, in our feel-good recommendations, we need to talk about the Broadway's Mass Singer because famously it ended last Friday <laughs> evening. Matt and I clearly watched intensely as the final yeah. characters were unmasked live. And what a strange turn of events. Like, Shocking. I'm glad that we called Izzy for sure. Yeah, that was all you. I mean, like, we were texting back and forth and you were like, because I had settled on Erica Henningsen for the potato mm -hmm. and I declared my love, much like all the judges. I was in line with the judges. Like, I wanted the potato to win. I thought it was Erica Henningsen and I thought it sounded like her. Um, and she had some of the goofiness that Erica has. But as soon as you said Izzy McCullough, I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's that's done. Like, that is so obviously who this is. There was no question. And you were right. <laughs> well, I, you know, you taught me very well from the get-go. You have to listen to the clue package. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they weren't so great at the clue package, but their clues for her were very, like, hands-down, the prom, whole new world, you know, Aladdin tour. Like we, we felt it. We felt it. Yeah, absolutely. It was great. And, and, uh, Nick Rulo ended up winning. Um, he was the whale who, I guess everybody kind of guessed that we didn't think it was him, but it, yeah. it, it was him, I guess. Um, and then, um, uh, Jelani Remy came in second. He was the B, which again, everybody kind of figured that out. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, you know, it, it that was great. I mean, I suck at these. I love The Masked Singer, but I'm not a very good guesser um, as much as I would like to be. So, yeah. Okay. Who was the chicken? The chicken was Jessica Vosk. It oh, was yeah. oh, that, okay. that one was super yeah. obvious. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was so much fun. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was as Robbie Rizal and I were tweeting back and or texting back and forth after the first or the second night. It was an absolute chaotic mess, but it was a good chaotic mess um, and it was entertaining. So I, I super duper enjoyed that for our D&D fans out there. It was chaotic. Good. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. Don't forget about our Patreon for Broadway Radio. You get the episodes before everybody else. It's the best deal. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me all the time on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? You can find me at BWW Matt. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. 